Welcome to episode three of the Advisor Marketing Club podcast. I'm Alan Ward. The Advisor Marketing Club podcast is all about helping financial advisors learn how to find new clients using online marketing strategies, things like websites, video, social media. What we've found is that there are a lot of advisors who want to learn how to use the internet to attract and retain quality clients, but they're overwhelmed by the choices that are available and they end up doing nothing. So through this podcast and our website over at contarmedia.com, we aim to help equip financial planners to use online marketing strategies in their business that deliver results. In today's podcast, we talk about using video effectively, we give you an introduction to content marketing, and we finish up with a value story, something that you can use with your clients to demonstrate the value that you provide. As always, detailed show notes and links will be online at contimemedia.com. We also welcome your feedback, so if you have any questions arising from the things we're talking about, or maybe you just have suggestions for things you'd like us to talk about, get in touch via the contact form on our website. Video is fast becoming a popular way to give and receive information. I run a guitar website and as part of that site I create some song lessons about how to play popular songs. I do these as a video. I sit in front of a camera and I record the lesson. I then edit it using my video editing software and I can zoom in on my hands to show the viewers how I'm playing the notes or the chords. It's easy to upload the finished video to my YouTube channel where it can be viewed by people who want to learn how to play that song. When I want to learn a song myself, frequently I'll look on YouTube for a video lesson because that's the way I like to learn to play songs. It's easier if I can watch the person play it rather than just reading the chord chart. For financial advisors, video represents a huge opportunity. One thing I talk a lot about is how financial advice is a largely intangible product. You can't really touch or feel it. If I buy a TV, I can walk into a shop and I can look at it, but and then I can buy it and I can take it home and I can start using it. But with financial advice, what is it that I'm actually touching and feeling? And other thing is you don't always see the benefits of good financial advice straight away. So how do I decide to do with you as opposed to your competitors? Now, we know that trust is of key part of that. And we talk a lot about the importance of trust in a service relationship. And one effective way to build trust is for people to meet with you and see you face to face. Now, an article on your website is one thing, but that's really one dimensional. All they're able to do is read the text. A face-to-face meeting, I think, is perfect. You know, they're seeing you in the flesh and experiencing your business all at the same time. A video sits somewhere in the middle. People can watch your videos whenever they want to, and they get to see you and watch you. They can hear you talk and look at your facial expressions, and it helps people connect with you and identify with you. Now, a lot of advisors I speak with think that video is too hard to do and costs too much money. Well, they're wrong. It's actually quite simple and doesn't need to cost much at all. To get started, you've probably got an iPhone or other smartphone that will have a built-in camera. Now, this is perfectly fine to use. I recommend buying a small tripod and an adapter so the phone is stable while you're recording. 
Every video I've seen where someone is holding the phone to record the video looks shaky because the person doing the recording and holding the phone can't stand still. So invest in a tripod. Now I found a cheap tripod here in Australia at Officeworks, but you'll be able to find them on eBay or Amazon. The adapter to hold your phone can be found on eBay. They're pretty cheap. Buy a couple because depending on the type that you buy, the internal spring can break easily. The other advantage of having a tripod, apart from the fact that there's no more camera shaking, is that no one else needs to hold the camera or even be present while you make your video. You can actually do it in private. Now, most advisors I know have a fear of speaking to a camera. It's like when you record your voice and you hear it played back, it just sounds weird. But we're overly critical of ourselves, aren't we? Now, when I watch a video that someone's produced, the last thing I think about is how they sound. I'm more interested in what they're saying. So I don't expect professional studio quality video. And look, I don't think your clients do either. To further calm your nerves and reduce the stress, I recommend having a script prepared. Now there are two options here. You can either use a series of dot points that you'll use to guide what you say, or you can script the whole thing. The more you script, the more relaxed you'll be, and the less ums and ahs you'll say. You can get apps for the iPad that are teleprompters, so they'll display your script and advance through it as you're talking. You position your iPad just below or above the camera and you're set to go. Also make sure that the lighting isn't too bright or too dark and select a location, this is important, where there's little background noise. And then start recording. If you make a mistake, and you will, you probably make many of them, just pause and either start again or pick up from just before the mistake. Very few people will be comfortable with the first take. Okay, so do a few recordings until you get one that feels right. And remember, you can always edit them together afterwards. Once you finish recording, it's time to start editing. Now you can either do a lot of editing or very little, it depends on what you prefer to do. If you've got an iPhone, you can buy Apple's iMovie app, and this allows you to do some basic editing. And you may find that if all you want to do is remove a bit of the start and the end and make some minor edits, that iMovie is all that you need. Alternatively, if you have a PC, you probably have Windows Movie Maker installed. And this is a very basic video editor, but again, it might be enough. Moving up from these options are programs like Final Cut Pro and Adobe Premiere. These are video editing programs that the pros use. You may have someone in your office who has skills in this area, and you may also have kids who can do it for you and help you. An alternative is to find someone outside of your business to edit it. If you head over to freelancer.com, you can post a job for someone to edit your video and you'll get a lot of offers and many will be at low prices. In our connected world, it's simple for someone in a different country to edit your video. You may also want to invest in a short introductory video, um, something that shows at the start of each video that has your um, logo on it. And all, again, somebody on Freelancer will be able to help you with this. Whilst you're able to upload the finished video and host it on your website, I suggest using YouTube. 
Why? Because a lot of people use YouTube as a search engine and by placing your video there, you enlarge your potential audience. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't display the video on your site. Of course you do that. You just take the YouTube embed code and you insert it into a blog article on your website and you send your clients there to watch it, not to YouTube, to your site. See, if they watch it on YouTube, then they're likely to stay on YouTube and not follow through on anything. And they might just get distracted and end up watching cat videos or even videos from your competitors. If they watch the video on your site, the chances are they'll stay around on your site and look at other articles that you've produced. A couple of quick other things to think about. Keep your videos short. Most people have an attention span of just a couple of minutes and YouTube statistics don't lie. You can track how long people continue to watch your videos and the attrition rate is very scary. Unless you're a very good speaker and your topic is of value to the viewer, very few people will watch long videos. So rather than one long video, break it down into shorter videos or chapters. Another point I want to make is that the more you do this, the more comfortable you'll become in front of the camera. As I said, most advisors I speak to are pretty uncomfortable sitting in front of a camera and speaking. So the first few times you do it, it look, it's not going to appear natural and that's fine. Um, it's just a case of doing more, reducing the um, uncertainty around it. So having a script and being prepared and just doing it showing it to people and getting their feedback and remember we're always our harshest critics another thing is to have a call to action in your videos so what is it that you want the viewer to do once they've finished watching within youtube you're able to include things called annotations and links so someone's watching your video on youtube they can click on a link in the video that takes them to somewhere usually your website so you might talk about the ability to subscribe to your email list and you can have a call to action appear on the screen at the same time that if they click on that annotation they're taken to your subscribe page on your website and you do have a subscribe page don't you um, alternatively you might have a contact me page or a page where they can book an appointment automatically with you and again you can embed that and link that with the video Another thing is to make sure you fill out a detailed description when you upload your video to YouTube and always include a hyperlink back to your site in that description. So that's the bit that sits below the video that talks about it. So there you have it, video. Use it. It's a huge opportunity and the brave planners will embrace it. Do you have any questions about using video? Get in touch via the contact page at contarmedia.com. We're working on a YouTube course for advisors that will cover this topic in a lot more detail, but it's always handy to know and get first-hand feedback from our advisors what are the things that you'd like to learn more about. And remember also that you can sign up to our newsletter list over at contarmedia.com and that way you'll get early access to our course once it's finished. One of the effective marketing strategies that other small business owners are using to attract new clients is a strategy called content marketing. So content marketing is something that every small business owner can do. It's all about producing content for your website that's helpful to your target market. You see, when they're searching online for answers to their questions, they're likely to find the articles that you've produced that provide information that helps them. 
I know one example of a man in the US who had an in-ground pool business and he was struggling during the GFC. He started a content marketing strategy. In his case, he wrote articles that educated people about the things they needed to consider when buying a pool. His posts were designed to educate not directly sell his product. And in fact, he'd write products about the advantages and disadvantages of different types of pools, even the ones that his company didn't produce. Over time, the traffic to the website increased as people discovered and shared his articles. And this led to an increase in sales for their business. And the interesting thing is that the articles that he wrote a few years ago, they're still doing their job, bringing people to his website. So whilst he adds new content, the older content is still working for him. So how do we apply this to a financial planning business? Well, think about the things that your target market needs to know about the services that you provide. Things like, how much does it cost to see a financial advisor? How much should I be saving? How do I choose a financial advisor? And then start writing articles that address these questions. Think about the things you say during certain or many of your client meetings. Are there certain things that you find yourself saying over and over again in different meetings with clients? For me, there are certain things I say about perhaps managing risk in investment portfolios or how to decide which features in an income protection policy are important. So think of your list and your clients and write articles about these things. Go over your recent emails to clients. Are there questions you're being asked that you've provided answers to? Can you use what you've already written as the basis for a new article? Ideas for content are all around you. Start looking for them and noticing them. Write down the ideas as they come to you. Now when you've done that, you're able to produce the content as an article. But also think about experimenting with different mediums rather than just articles. Perhaps doing some videos like we spoke about earlier is a more appropriate way to do it. Maybe a podcast like this one will work. The important thing is to get your thoughts and opinions out there. The good thing about content marketing is that it should attract good clients to your business as they learn more about your philosophies around financial advice. For some clients or prospects, the message won't resonate and they won't come to see you, but that's fine. They've self-selected and they won't waste your time. The important thing is to commit to a realistic timetable. Don't try to write one article a day if you've never written more than one post a month. It just won't work and you'll get discouraged. I find it useful to get a short list of topics first, so the idea of writing one or two articles doesn't seem so daunting because I've got a big list to choose from. And also decide how you'll create the content. Will you write it all? Is there someone in your office who can do it for you? Yeah, at Contar Media, we actually provide a content writing service where we speak with you first and brainstorm ideas for articles, and we then write the articles that are yours. You get to post them on your site. Because I'm a financial advisor, I find it pretty easy to write on behalf of advisors. You know, I speak your language. So make a start on content marketing. Anyone can do it. You know, think of the questions that people ask you and start writing articles that answer those questions. You know, content marketing is not just about answering questions, but that's probably the best way that I know to get started. And once you've written an article, post it on your website. Um, if you're on LinkedIn, um, put it on LinkedIn as a, as a post on LinkedIn as well and start getting your message out there to your audience. 
So let us know what your thoughts are around content marketing and leave a comment on our website or get in touch with us via the Contact Us page. Through this podcast, I want to start sharing stories and examples that explain how we as financial advisors deliver value to our clients. The aim is to give you things you can say to your clients in your client meetings that demonstrate your value. You know, it can be difficult describing our value because we do sell a largely intangible thing that's a service, not a physical product. And because clients can't see a lot of what we do, we need to find ways to make it more tangible to them. And stories can be a great way to do this. I first read this story in a book called Selling the Invisible by author Harry Beckwith. It's probably not a Beckwith original. There's countless versions on the internet, but it's a great story. And the story goes like this. A man had an annoying squeak in his wooden floor and not knowing how to fix it, he called a carpenter whom he'd heard from many sources was a fine craftsman. The carpenter came to the house, he looked at the floor, walked around, heard the squeak, walked around a bit more, heard the squeak again. He produced one nail and his hammer and with three quick blows he drove the nail into the floor, he walked around, the owner walked around, and the squeak was gone. The man was very happy, and he asked how much he owed the carpenter, and the carpenter replied, $67. The man was surprised at the amount, and he quickly said, $67? It only took you a few seconds. How could it be $67? So the carpenter got his invoice book out, and presented the man with a bill, which looked like this. Hammering, $2. Knowing where to hammer, $65. Total, $67. And there you have it. It's not just enough to have the tools, but it's all about knowing how to use them. And you know, it's a great story to talk with your clients about when they are trying to understand the value that you provide. Because as a financial planner, when you've experienced, you know exactly where to hammer. You've got the right tools, but more importantly, you've got the knowledge and experience to do that. So I hope you enjoyed that story, and I hope it's one that you can use with your clients. If you have a a story that demonstrates your value that you'd like us to share on the podcast, get in touch with us over at quantarmedia.com. Drop us a line, and look, we'd love to feature your value stories on the podcast. to the end of podcast number three and yes there was a bit of a gap between two and three but we're back on track now and getting ready for podcast four even as i finish this one off so takeaways from today have a think about video think about how you can use that in your business and i challenge you do one video over the next week um in fact let's dovetail that in with the second thing we talked about which was content marketing so Here's the homework. Write an article um, that's part of your content marketing strategy. Post it on your website or your LinkedIn page, whatever you've got. Okay, and then take that article. You've written a script now, um, which is that article. Sit down in front of your iPhone or a, a video camera and record a video 
of you speaking that um, article, speaking that article, and then post that to YouTube. And leave a comment. Go to contarmedia.com, look up the Advisor Marketing Club podcast episode three, and leave a comment there with a link to your article or your video so we can share that and we can help you get some more views to um, both those articles and the videos as well. But I encourage you, take action, do something, uh, rather than just listen to the podcast. Thank you again for your emails and your feedback. We encourage that. Head over to contarmedia.com to find out more. And as I said earlier, at the start of the podcast, we help advisors use the internet to get more leads. And if it's the start of, you know, end of 2015, as I'm recording this, getting close to 2016, what are you going to do differently in 2016? I challenge you, think about using the internet to attract more clients. And I would love to help you do that. Uh, Until now, thanks for listening. Please leave a review on iTunes if you can, and we'll speak to you next time.